So how are you excited about the new trailer? I was watching it at my local comic shop when it aired, mm-hmm. and half the people were there, and then after the trailer, everyone left. <laughs> so I was excited. Not surprising. Not surprising there. Oh. I am cautiously excited. All right. If that makes sense. It's whatever you want it to be, sir. That's okay. Kev, how are you doing back in uh, the land of Hawaii? Yeah, I'm great. Let's not belabor the point. All right. I feel like there's a little little agita going on on both sides here from you boys. Okay. I just just I just miss you. That's all. Aww, is that what it is? Holy shit. Is it miss? One of you. Oh. And that is it Rocky? You can, de- Rocky. You, can de- you can decide who that is. It's Rocky. The answer is not Rocky, however. Never ever is it Rocky That's ever. That's a lie. It's okay. It's a lie. But uh yeah, all right. Well, I think we're ready to do this thing called the show. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Exciting. It's exciting-ish. Uh, we have uh, episode 562 of Geek Stuff TNG, um, the one we haven't quite named uh, yes. yet. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it probably should be something Star Wars related, right, because of the new trailer. How about we just have something Star Wars related? Let's how, about the last, how about the last trailer is better than The Last Jedi? There you go. Trailer. I would just last trailer better than last Jedi. There you go. Then last. That trailer was more enjoyable than the entire last Jedi movie. Okay. Sounds good. Hopefully that's uh, not too big for the RSS feed. I think we should be okay. It's not too big. We've had longer ones. All right. All right. Well, I've only uploaded what? Like five of these, four of these shows so far. So. That's all right. That's how you learn. Whatever, whatever you look, say, good look. sir. Whatever you Sandwich say. is attempting to walk upright. I mean, he's only been doing that for a little while. So, and look how fine he's doing. He's sitting up straight like a big boy. And there you go. Oh, now you're quiet. You were talking shit to me and Kev. Before yeah, where's your shit talk? Now? now that the mics are on. Yeah, I don't. Six thousand miles away. You think you got? You think you got space? I don't is know that what, what it any is? of you are talking about. I am a polite and gentle sandwich who has never said a mean word to a soul have we have we had the discussion yet about not referring to yourself as the sandwich like it's weird that you do that i mean we've had it multiple times all right i'm just saying there might be have to a memo might have to come down from the top office regarding that <laughs> just saying <laughs> have a meeting sit down sit down i may have i may have uh, I may see if the top, the front office uh, may have a memo regarding that. You may so. get called into HR later on. Yes. Let's uh, say hello to Will. Uh, Will is joining us in the... Hi, Will. Uh, yes, hello. Uh, joining us in the Instagram uh, where you too can join us uh, and watch this nightmare unfold live each and every week uh, by joining Petrayan. Mr. Sandwich, will you tell us all about Petrayan? So you can find us on Petrayan, first of all, at uh, BK Geek Stuff. So are we changing that? We're we're changing that. uh, We need to update our About Me section. And uh, I'm not well gonna... for right now. We have not made that change yet. That's probably be next week's big change. We'll change all of our social media over. Currently, you can find us at BK Geek Stuff on the Patreon at the one dollar tier. You get access to Discord, which me, Monty, Kevin are trying to get very active. And Monty's always been very active. I was about to so. say, watch your mouth, kid. I I was, let's uh, I misspoke. OG also very active. OG over also there. very active. Very true. 
We got the early bird special, so you'll get the shows Tuesday night as opposed to the regular is that Thursday. The, is that the $1 tier? That is a $3 tier. I'm sorry. I did not $3 tier. Do do the does the three dollar tier get all of the benefits of the one dollar tier as well? Absolutely, they do. Okay, just checking. Uh, the five dollar tier, the bonus round, which also has access to Discord and the early bird special, where you get all the bonus content now and future here at Geek Stuff TNG. And then at what th- sort of bonus content can they look forward to, Mister Sandwich? Uh, the vintage episodes, which are uploaded Ooh. every week, and uh, oh, whoa, 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 not every week. Every time we feel like it, twice. <laughs> vintage episodes, probably vintage episodes. That's probably at least closer to the truth. So. Vintage episodes are uploaded twice a month. Twice a month. I'm sorry. Usually, My it's the uh, I try to aim for the uh, roughly the first or the fifteenth of the month, depending on where it falls uh, oh, okay. during our regular show. Uh, and so you the, could say twice monthly. Yes, this is true. Uh, and we do the uh, we have the bonus show, which uh, I do sometime during the weekend. Uh, whatever kind of works with my schedule. Um, yeah, it's kind of whenever I'm not exhausted or hungover. So. Yeah, and we we actually we're gonna have some additional bonus material uh, coming very very soon, featuring uh, myself individually and the sandwich individually as well. Ooh. So, uh, we'll, we'll have some announcements about that, uh, coming up shortly. And, uh, last but not least at the $10 tier, you get everything we listed before and Instagram live where you could join us live. Yes. Unless you were watching last week where you got a free sample of the live show. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so- periodically, periodically we'll do that. If you follow me on my Instagram over at BK geek stuff, um, you know, we're, we're going to throw that up there periodically as kind of a, you know, just like the, just like the cable companies do. We'll do, you know, like the free weekend right. thing, you know, where once in a while we'll throw it up there for free just so people can get an idea of what they're missing or, you know, in the case of, you know, sandwich, nothing, <laughs> <laughs> but lots of good news for lots of different tiers there. Yeah. My, I think so for just a buck. Uh, you get a lot by being able to join the Discord folks uh, with all the fans yes. of the show. So uh, even a buck can go a long way here at Geek Stuff TNG. Yeah, at Geek Stuff TNG, uh, your dollar is really appreciated. And, you know, even if it's only a buck, uh, you know, we're very happy. It helps us pay the bills. It helps us to continue bringing fabulous programs like Geek Stuff TNG. Uh, and all the bonus content and so on and so forth. And some, some things that we're going to announce next week. Next week is a big social media announcement week. So uh, that's, that's news for you guys too, probably in there. So, hey, listen, we're going to redo all the social media next week. Don't tell anyone. Thanks for the heads up. I won't tell us. Okay, you got it. Okay. Okay, cool. Good, let's move on. Okay. All right, so okay. pass the whispers there. We have Star Wars trailer that dropped. The world freaked out. Kev, what's, uh, let's start with you because uh, I think it's safe to say you are the longest running Star Wars fan here. <laughs> what, are, what are you trying to say? I'm saying that you're older than the sandwich. So, and so, like now, that, so now that OG is gone, suddenly I get all the old jokes? Yep, just suddenly. Not happening. Yep, totally suddenly. Not happening. So well, well, uh, I was I was very excited Mm -hmm. that there was a lot of hype around the trailer. I certainly liked the trailer. I do think they gave away a little bit more than 
Um, I expected them to, which is saying a lot because, you know, they've been really cagey about giving stuff away. But I do think they gave away some things uh, this time around that they haven't previously given away. I, I mean, in the sense of the amount of things they gave away, you know, not opposed to uh, or rather opposed to the content that they gave away. So. So, yeah. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, uh, I'm cautiously optimistic about uh, about the film and i think that caution is well warranted there's about i think at last count there was 18 billion uh rumors regarding the plot of this movie and uh, the devices thereof so oh good so it looks like my landlord has uh, chosen now to uh to, to mow the lawn awesomeness so yeah if you hear a, a lawnmower going uh that's what that's what you're hearing yeah cool fantastic excellent sandwich why don't you uh give you two cents um i am very cautiously optimistic going into this movie i not a huge fan of this palpatine angle i think they're trying to work uh i i want it to be good because i've liked the star wars since i was a wee sandwich but i don't know how i feel about this movie I'm going to watch it and I'm going to probably enjoy it. But after the second or third watch, I'm going to enjoy it less. That memo is that memo is coming. Good. Some part of the TPS reports, too. Uh, It sounds like you're not going with an open mind, though, at the same time. Sounds like you're, you're going in wanting to hate the movie almost. I don't want to hate the movie. It's just. I had a I have a lot of high hopes, maybe too many high hopes, and I just hope I'm not disappointed. We want to welcome Geeks Are Wired into the live Instagram feed as well. Uh, So welcome, Geeks Are Wired. Um, And also, um, you know, I think this is a good time, uh, Mr. Monty. I think this would be a good time for us to start speculating. Now, whether these are our own speculations or whether these are uh, rumors on the Internet, what do you think? Do you think we should throw some of them out there? Um, why the hell not? I mean, because as long as we reference them as rumors, uh, I think there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Well, there's certainly rumors and there's certainly speculations. Um, I, I think the fairest speculation at this point is that Ray is definitely related to somebody. Uh, and we don't know who and we don't know how, but she is definitely related to someone. Now, if it ends up being Palpatine, I think the least relation that she could be would be a granddaughter, I suspect. Uh, so, um, you know, if we're talking about Ray as Palpatine's granddaughter, which I think is also a rumor that's going around as well. So I don't know. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know what it all means, you know, generally speaking. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's really, it's really a sort of a strange uh, a strange rumor. I don't know exactly how that would work. I mean, I guess they would have to <laughs> in some way imply that Palpatine had kids, which I guess is possible, you know, before he was Palpatine or before he was uh, Darth Sidious or before he was emperor when he was just a representative. Maybe he had kids then. I don't know. There was never any mention of it. So, you know, it's hard to say one way or the other. But, you know, that said, that's certainly an angle that they're they're going through. There's also a lot of rumored um, 
uh, perhaps deaths in the movie as well, mm-hmm. you know, um, and including a couple of major characters. Now, I don't want to give out too many of these. I don't want to support too many of these rumors, but it sounds like there's a couple of major characters that, that could kick the bucket here, which I'm, I'm a little upset about it, but I kind of understand, you know, you, this is kind of the period at the end of the sentence here, so there's, there's not going to be anything after it. You know, so I think that, you know, if they want to make an impact, that's certainly one way to do it, isn't it? And then lastly, the final rumor I think that's that's kind of hitting hard is that there's some huge percentage of this movie that's currently being refilmed. Mm-hmm. Now, why that is, I don't know. If it's an unsatisfactory score from the um, sort of the uh, test audiences, if that's something that they're doing. But I did hear that a large portion of the film is being reshot. So that's Insane. pretty interesting as well. Insanely late for that, too. It's coming out, what, December 20th? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I heard. But, you know, like you never know. Millions of dollars, you, you can get stuff done pretty quick, I imagine. Very true. Let me ask you this. Would, does... The success of this movie, do you think it's going to have an impact on the actual park itself by any chance? No. no none at all? No, I don't think so. No, and from from what I hear anyway, that uh, at least what I've heard, I don't know. Again, I don't know the truth of that rumor or not either, but I heard that it's not living up to the expectations that they hoped it would. But I also think that has a lot to do with terror and fear of trying to go to that park and finding it jammed full of people. So Mm -hmm. people maybe in the opening phase here are kind of staying away. And I think that other ride hasn't opened yet. The, uh, whatever it's called, the, the, the second really big ride, which is supposed to be like this humongous, unbelievable brain blowing experience. Uh, like it's something about the rise of the new order. I don't know, something like that, something to do with the new order. And it's supposed to be like the most mind blowing thing ever. And I don't think it's open yet in either place. I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. So no, I don't think it affects the parks. Okay. Does it affect other, uh, uh, other of their properties? Does it affect the TV shows? You know, in the sense that does everybody finally, you know, if this movie stinks, you know, does everybody just, write Star Wars off. Well, does anybody else have some thoughts on Star Wars? If so, you can call our well, apparently Rocky has something to add. He's very upset about Star Wars right now. He's very passionate. Dude. But if somebody else Dude. has some thoughts on Star Wars, they can call our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Fantastic. I love the way you pause to make me think that you might have forgotten it every single time. I, I'm trying to give space because I don't want to go too fast. Good, good job. Good job, buddy. That's good. And you can leave a message uh, over there at the GVM line, and uh, you may hear yourself on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. Indeed. Uh, moving on. Uh, it looks like we have a Riddler for the next for the Batman movie. And I am actually very excited about that, if, if I don't mind you don't mind me saying it's okay. Uh, it's Paul, Paul Dano. Now, um, for those of you unfamiliar with Paul Dano, I think he's an amazing performer. I don't think he gets enough work. Um, if, if I'm going to, I'm going to go a couple of deep levels here. If you ever saw, um, uh, little miss sunshine, mm-hmm. he was the brother who didn't speak for like the first half of the movie. He's, he's really an excellent performer. And he was also in that, horrendous movie with um hugh jackman 
where they locked him in like some room or something and tortured him to death or nearly. Death. I can't remember the name of that okay. movie. I wish I could. Um, but yeah, and I think he's a fine performer. I don't think he gets nearly enough credit for the the work he does. And um, oh my God, Nick, the the dog is all I hear, dude. Well, I don't know what to say. I can't. I can't lock him up in the, in the basement or anything. So he was in Twelve Years a Slave, another uh, excellent movie. I do say so myself. That's true. He was he was in Twelve Years a Slave. He was excellent in Little Miss Sunshine. From what from what I remember of the movie, like he was real. He really stood out in that movie. I think the whole brother. What about uh, like what about a soft toy, Nick? You know, like a soft toy. I'm working on that. I'm working on that in the moment right now. You know, like a pillow or a child's head. What, what are you I, suggesting? Something that'll keep him busy and quiet. Well, that was a good thing about Frodo here. Frodo was keeping him busy here a few weeks ago. Yeah, well, we don't got Frodo, do we? We do not. We don't got a Frodo. Um, I think this the uh, the Paul Dano casting actually really works well for Riddler because he looks like Riddler should, if that makes sense. Like he has the facial features, and I feel like he kind of would. If I were to pick someone to be the Riddler, I would pick him because I think he just really shows off that kind of like nerdy, kind of quirky and slightly psychopathic vibe. So it feels like we have a yeah, lot of I, characters for this movie, though. That's the only thing that, you know, has I don't want to say has me concerned, but kind of just like raises an eyebrow it, there. It it should. The last time a Batman movie had this many villains, it was Batman and Robin, and it was terrible. Yes. Yeah, you know, that wasn't even this many. That was three. And this one's at least four we're looking at now. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to However, try to get... the one... Go ahead. The one thing I like about the inclusion of the Paul Dano Riddler here is that... Uh, and I think the article says it as well. You know, Edward Nigma is a supervillain who aims to challenge Batman in a battle of wits, leaving clues and riddles for the world's greatest detective to solve in order to catch him. Uh, and, you know, and if they are going to play the detective angle like they said they're going to... Um, then someone and playing him appropriately, not like Jim Carrey, but playing him appropriately, I think is really, um, it's a really good choice. I mean, so I, there you go. I will say this much for the last, what was it? Four DC movies have been awesome in their own way yeah. where I'm at the point where like, I'm, I'm having faith in, in the DC movies cause they've been pretty solid. Oh no. Oh no, no, what do you mean, no, 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 not doing that. Yeah. Joker was lovely. No, I'm still not. No, uh-uh. no, I'm, no, not yet. I'm, I'm not yet. I'm trying to keep some faith right now. I'm trying to. I know, but you, you, you are, sir. With all due respect, you are a salmon trying to upswim the Niagara Falls. <laughs> because let's be honest here, the fact that the last representation of Batman was a failure, the fact that it's a sparkly vampire Robert Pattinson who's going to be playing. Batman, Bruce Wayne, the fact that we really don't have confirmation whether the Joker that we all enjoyed uh, in the Joaquin uh, Phoenix, uh, Todd Phillips Joker movie is going to be the Joker moving forward in that universe. The fact that they have now four villains, at least in this universe, and the fact that this is probably the best casting so far, in my opinion, at least, 
that, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of really questionable, you know, when they announced that Henry Cavill, uh, Cavill had been cast as Superman, I was elated because Henry Cavill, I think was a great Superman. It's too bad. He was a great Superman in those shitty movies, Mm -hmm. you know, when they announced Ben Affleck, I wasn't excited at all and neither was anyone else. You know, and rightly so, because, I mean, anybody looking at his performance in any other movies in that time period and looking at Justice League or even Batman versus Superman knows he was just phoning it in because they had already taken away the solo Batman movie from him, from him writing it and directing it and starring in it to just maybe starring in it. They had removed all that stuff, and he was clearly phoning those performances in. Clearly, I mean, just just look look at any two movies he did in that in in that sort of three year time period there, uh, you, you know. And he just didn't give a shit, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, no, I, I you know I, I I know what you're doing there, Nick. You're you're kind of you're still floating on cloud Joker, and I understand that. But, you know, let's let's not put the cart before the horse here, sir. I mean, I'm just saying that considering the characters that are involved in this movie, um, I mean, I would like to see it succeed in whatever capacity it ends up being, however they approach the story. And um, well, like I said, like the last since uh, Wonder Woman, I mean, it's been pretty solid. So I'm I'm hoping they keep the the, the track record going because I would like to see a good movie with the Riddler. We haven't had that. Well, wouldn't, wouldn't we all? We would. We would. Um, all of the good things will end when Suicide Squad comes out. All right. You. You're just That's right. Out. It'll all revert back to, oh, right. This is Warner Brothers making DC movies. All right. All right, Ray of Sunshine. Uh, <laughs> let's skip around uh, the prep sheet a bit. Uh, talk some Marvel. Marvel uh, has struck a deal with Sirius XM. Uh, they will be doing a series of podcasts. They'll be doing some live shows um, in a uh, storytelling format. Um, this is something that Marvel has touched base on with um, with the Wolverine uh, in one way or another. Uh, and it looks like they're going to be expanding the universe um, in this capacity. Um Great. I wonder how they'll screw up that universe. I mean, I'll say this much. Uh, I have really enjoyed those, uh, the Wolverine podcast. Uh, I've enjoyed, uh, I mean, I'm kind of just good with any kind of like serial storytelling when it comes to podcasts. It makes it, you know, for someone like myself who commutes into Manhattan every single day, they're nice. It's, or if you're working on the house, it's just nice to kind of something to have, have in the background. Um, I, I don't know how serious XM is going to really format everything. If anything, that makes me a little bit nervous. If it was something where it was on Stitcher, if it was just on iTunes, I think I'd have a little bit more faith. Um, but ser- considering how Sirius XM hasn't really done a whole hell of a lot lately, you know. This 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 article, can I just say this? I don't know where we got this article from. This article is just junk. Listen to this paragraph. <laughs> Beyond, uh, we believe... <laughs> We believe audio is the next natural step to bring Marvel Universe to fans around the world, said Marvel Entertainment President Dan Buckley in a statement. And then the next line is, the company's Avengers Endgame is the highest grossing film of all time. What does one have to do with the other? It's clearly a visual medium. You know, I'm skeptical. I'm glad you're enjoying them, Nick. But it just to me, it makes no sense. They're doing radio dramas of comic books. That just doesn't make sense to me. You know, and I certainly don't think this is the next natural step 
The next natural step to translating visual material is to only translate it in audio. Like that makes no sense. Are we going back in time now? Like what the hell? I mean, think about how many people are, you know, I bet you the majority of the people that listen to even this podcast, they just have it downloaded straight to their phones. I think it just makes that progression necessary um, for, for the smartphone. I mean, it's the reason, the same reason why like cable, cable doesn't have the ratings like it once does because of, you know, people uh, have cut the cord. And I think for, in a case like this, it's just a natural aspect for people who are with their smartphones all the time, not in front of a TV or in front of a book all the time. Uh, and they're able to just take advantage of, uh, in this case, a, a Marvel. Uh, uh, I see what you're saying. Show. Right. I see what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. But to call it the next natural step is just stupid pandering. I mean, that's a whole other. Yeah, I, I feel the the, the the next natural step would be, uh, you know, storylines where yeah. things that happened the next 60 years step, ago actually makes yeah, you know, the, make sense. Yeah, the the next natural step would be to have your universe have a cohesion. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. Yeah, that's the you know a continuity. You know, something something people would enjoy. I don't know. It's yeah. me. I'm crazy. I guess for 60 years or whatever the hell, or 70 years or maybe 65 years, whatever it is, where they told serialized stories that shared a universal continuity, you know, and then they just didn't give a shit about it. I think the next natural step would be to maybe bring that step back. I don't know. Maybe it's me. I think we're definitely on the same page there. Um, why don't you take over the next story, Kev? Disney Plus? Verizon will give one year of Disney Plus for free to all unlimited wireless customers. Wow. I have that. So no, did it, I didn't see in the sure. article, Kev. Does it say is it for the entire everyone on the plan or just the person with the plan? Because I don't know why. I thought someone was saying that just like there's one subscription. So I guess Verizon will extend the same offer to new Fios and broadband or 5G home Wireless internet customers, after the one-year promo pricing expires, Verizon customers will revert to $7 a month. Disney Plus, 12 months video streaming service to all new and existing 4G, LTE, and 5G unlimited wireless customers. It doesn't say, honestly. While not commenting on... No, it doesn't really say. So are they just going to reach out, I guess, to the Verizon customers and say, congratulations, you get a free year of Disney Plus? I mean, I would hope Verizon's strategy, according to somebody named Dwayne, the Rock who I don't know, or is it Dunn? It's Dunn. Somebody named Dunn. I'm looking to see. Oh, Ronan Dunn, who is the CEO of the Verizon customer group, according to Dunn. Uh, let me see here, uh, is to pick the best in class content partners rather than team up with dozens of players. He noted that Verizon inked a deal with Apple this year that gives wireless subscribers on its top, on its two top unlimited plans, access to Apple music for no extra charge. Wait a minute. Am I on that too? Why aren't I getting Apple music for free? Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I see what Verizon's trying to do good for them. Um, but it doesn't, I don't see anything in the article, uh, the article rather that says how it's going to work. So I guess we just have to wait and see how that goes. 
And then, oh, they can go, hold on. At launch, Verizon customers will be able to activate their Disney Plus subscription on a selection of mobile and connected TV devices, including gaming consoles, streaming media players, players and smart TVs. The telco provides more info on the offer. Oh, the tele- telephone company. I guess that's what telco is. Uh, more info on the offer at Verizon.com backslash Disney Plus. Uh, so you can check out there what it's going to look like when it happens. As a member of the cult of mouse, uh, I am very excited to now realize I can get free access to, well, at least for a year, to the Disney Plus service because I was trying to figure out what service I would drop so that I could get Disney Plus. But if I can get it for free for a year, I can figure that out later, which makes me happy. I am not talking with that person anymore. I'm trying to work. I am muting uh, my microphone when when the lawnmower goes by. I honestly thought there was something with something wrong with the skate there for a second. Um, Yeah, there's something wrong with it. My landlord is mowing near it. All right. Uh, Let's hit on two other things just really quickly and then we can uh, head to break. Uh, We have some news when it comes to uh, ratings for some of the the shows that we've been uh, following um, for. to do, do, do for the boys, uh, Amazon released some Nielsen ratings for um, for I believe it was the first episode. Uh, for the where first where is this on the, on the prep sheet? Yeah, it's yes. in the middle of the prep sheet. We're kind of jumping around a little bit. Right after Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, so the series uh, averaged four point one million viewers uh, in the United States across its first ten days of availability, um, with it uh, <clears throat> totaling over six million viewers. Uh, down the road, and uh, they kind of hit uh, the major demographic, that 35 to 49 uh, age group, pretty solidly. And uh, in terms of uh, The Watchmen, uh, it premiered on HBO, uh, drawing in 1.5 million viewers. Uh, I believe it was this uh, Sunday night. <coughs> um, I mean... I didn't get a chance to see it but I really want to. I've heard nothing but good things about uh, The Watchmen. Um, if anything, I feel like that's uh, pretty low on the rating scale. So I don't, you know, depending on what happens there, that kind of makes me nervous in terms of what else they may be doing with that property. Uh, so I think that's kind of a wait and see for the boys. Well, um, we kind of knew that Watchmen was going to be hit or miss. So right now it looks like it's kind of in the middle of the road, I would think. I mean, not compared to the boys, though. You said the boys did what? 4.1 million. Yeah. The first 10 days, and Watchmen did 1.5 million on Sunday night. So I guess we'll have to wait and see if they release some totals for the first 10 days and do some comparisons, but... I imagine it's the same crowd tuning into both, but the question is, is there really enough interest in sort of a non-Alan Moore sort of driven Watchmen stories in the Watchmen universe? I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that yet. I feel like they could have called this Watchmen TV show something else completely, and it would have done fine, but I feel like tying it to Watchmen is what's either driving people away or making people go. Like I feel like... If you attach it to Watchmen, people are going to a think, oh, I like the movie a lot. Why would they keep going or say, I don't or the, the book. Show? I did not see the show. I did like the book. Uh, 
The but that's that's one of the open questions, Sandwich. That's one of the open questions. Is this a sequel to the book or is this a sequel loosely in the loose sense? Is this a sequel to the book or a sequel to the movie? I, because mm-hmm. let's be honest, that's clearly two different things. And I would be honestly – I'd prefer it be a sequel to the movie and like Alan Moore said, which I can't believe I'm agreeing with him, just to let it alone. Now, they already tried to, you know, sort of fumble with that once when they did those before Watchmen books. So if this was a sequel to the events in the movie, I would be much happier. But I haven't watched it yet, so I can't say. And it really boils down to was there a lot, you know, was there like nuclear explosions at the end, you know, that they're still recovering from in this new TV show? Or was it a giant squid? That's that's the answer we need. Pretty legit question right there. Mm. Um Asking the hard-hitting questions here at Geeks of TNG. There you go. Uh, I think that's pretty much oh, yeah. it. If, uh, yeah, I think we can just pretty much go to break right now. Um, Mr. Really? Kevin, There's nothing? I think that's pretty I mean, it was kind of a somewhat of a light week uh, this week because we have a bunch of product and we have a long – we have game stuff. We have uh, West Coast did, Scott as well. So, Did we mention Rise of Skywalker tickets are now on sale as well, coinciding with that last trailer release? I thought one of you guys mentioned that. No? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, okay. It was probably Sandwich should have mentioned it. We can, we can quickly go over that, that they are on sale. Uh, I'll probably buy a ticket still, even though I've been very, I guess, negative. Yes, well done, that meaning to be. Should we talk about the fact that Star Wars tickets are on sale, said Kev? Yeah, we should do that, said Sandwich. Hey, everybody, tickets are on sale. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that, Mr. Sandwich. Well, are, hmm, for big movies like this, do they usually go on sale sooner, or did I miss something? Because I feel like usually for like big movies like Endgame, and I think Captain it depends on what stuff. else the uh, the studio is putting out at the same around the same time, hmm. so they're not kind of interfering with another movie's ticket sales. Yeah, they don't want to screw themselves. You know, this is there's nothing anywhere near this movie. I was gonna say uh, really from Disney yeah. that I can think of. Yeah. I can't think of anything that's, and I think we're done with Marvel films for the year, right? Yeah. Yeah, just uh, whatever comes out on Disney Plus. Yeah, they're not they're not competing I, with anything this December, right? Like it's Black Widow. Them isn't Black Widow in the spring? Or thought, am I wrong about I that? I thought it was in the spring. I don't know the exact. I think it would have to be. I think that. we would have seen a trailer for it by now if it was November. Okay. But I don't know. Totally. I don't remember if it's November or not. May first, twenty twenty. There you go. So it's definitely in the spring. So we're done with Marvel movies. So they really kind of planned it out well and cleaned the slate so that Star Wars wouldn't be stepping. You know, effectively, that they wouldn't be stepping on themselves in any capacity. So good on them. Indeed. Um, That's going to be a problem for Disney soon with all the stuff they own, stepping on themselves. (laughs) Well, they own what now? 40% of the market, the movie market or something like that. Something like that, an insane amount. So, I mean, they have a lot more planning to do. It's a good problem for them Mm. to have. Um, So with that, Kev. With that, Mr. Monty and the sandwich, we will take our first and only break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, the one we're calling episode 562. Because we, oh no, what did I say? We said something earlier, last didn't we? Last trailer, better last, than Jedi. Last trailer, better than Last Jedi. There you go. There you go. Build your own X Wing. Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. 
The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Ahoy, hoy! Welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, Coke Logic. Wow, OG takes a more relaxed role on the show, and even Game Stuff goes to shit. I'm joking. I actually had some IRL problems and a broken motherboard to throw me off and unintentionally miss a stretch of shows. Hey, it's not like it's video game season or anything. <sighs> so let me scramble and do my best to make something of today. Fortnite went down, but before Addicts did a bargain with God for a swift return, Fortnite launched Chapter 2, with a bunch of gameplay and graphical improvements. A friend of mine told me his kid asked him to call Epic Games to ask what was wrong with Fortnite. <laughs> Destiny 2 is better than it's ever been with the release of its new DLC and giving the first year and a half of content away for free, hoping to be funded by in-game cosmetics. Something Big Kev should try simply because he said he didn't like the game. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2 is finally coming to PC in November. And instead of picking between Steam and Epic, they created their own. <laughs> Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening Remake came out for the Nintendo Switch. And it's... decent. It looks pretty, but you can tell by the game design and puzzles that it's a Game Boy game from 1989. <laughs> Witcher 3 came out for Nintendo Switch, which is a goddamn miracle that it runs at all, let alone pretty well. Not the preferred system to play Witcher 3 on, especially if you own a PC or next-gen console. But hey, mind your own business. You can play it on a train now. <laughs> Trine 4 came out, and it's back to its 2D form, like Shrine 1 and 2. Ghostbusters the game got remade for all consoles, which is awesome since it's pretty much the third movie. PlayStation 5 was announced in a pretty unceremonious way, and not even really talking about details, just that it exists. And Mario Kart came out for iOS and Android, amidst a worldwide web of yawns. And finally, Free Hong Kong, revolution of our time. This is Coke Logic signing off for Game Stuff. And we are back with this episode of Big... Ah, uh, Big... I almost did it again. Geek Stuff T. Burn, burn. G. I almost had it that time. Episode 562, the one we're calling Last Trailer, Better than Last Jedi. You just heard from our lovely sponsor. Sandwich, why don't you tell us about our sponsor real quick? So that was uh, the X-Wing from Model Space, the beautiful 118th scale uh, X-Wing that Luke used, red red something, red five? Red five. So like I uh, have been trying to go through every week, this is the, basically, this is the, 118th scale, like I said before, X-Wing that you're going to want if you're a big Star Wars fan because it fits perfectly with most figures. And it's one of those pieces that when you see at a convention, you say, wow, I really want that. But it's probably like two grand and I can't just spend two grand on this figure. But what this does is by being a monthly subscription, you cut the price basically in half and save your wallet a whole lot, which is wonderful sorry in half 
And what I say in I don't half know if is, what, what I mean by I don't in know half, if it's in half. What I mean is, it hurts your wallet a whole lot less than it would be to drop two thousand straight up. Okay, but you're saying two different things. If you yeah. say you're cutting it by half, you're saying you know that it would be half the price of. But I don't know that that's true. I think the thing to push here, sandwich, is the fact that rather than dump in whatever the amount is for such a fine, fine model as the Red 5 X-Wing from buildxwing.com is that they can pay for it a little bit each month and they get the joy of building it and putting it together to their specifications. That's, That's what I would say. And Sandwich, how would people be able to get a hold of this lovely product? So you could find them online at buildxwing.com, and you could also call them at their phone number, 877-544-6779. Now, I understand that there are some options for people who are looking to become part of this uh, this fantastic monthly uh, sort of build a, build an incredible model uh, club here. So what, what what's that all about? So there's the regular standard offer, which gets the standard X-Wing. And then there's the uh, premium offer, which comes with the many oh. fabulous items, such as uh, working light, working uh, lights for landing lights. My apologies. Good. Uh, little people mover. And now I'll be honest, I'm not really 100% sure. Do the static figures come with the standard or is that a premium only? Uh, no, these that's all premium content. Yeah, so if if they want those static figures, that's figures with zero points of articulation, like Grandma used to collect, like Hummels. Uh-huh. Or the, the working landing lights, the people mover, and some of the other accessories that you get, you want the premium edition. Yes. Um, <laughs> that was a weird point to leave it for me. Yes, you do. <laughs> Why was that like, a weird point for you to leave it? Because I thought you were going to keep talking and then you just let it hang. Oh, nope. 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 This is a great I'm, spot. We're, we're going to whip you into the – you're going to be the foremost expert on xwing.com by the time uh, this this uh, promotion of theirs is over. For sure. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we also had uh, our lovely game stuff. From Coke Logic. Glad he was able to get his computer back up and running. Um, yes, missed missed the game stuff the last couple of weeks. Yeah, they're always they're always fun. They're always entertaining. And um, I mean, last week he wanted he went to go see the Joker. I don't blame him. I mean, I'm just saying, not enough Red Dead news. Is there you ever, know considering? Is there ever that there is Red some? Dead, is there ever enough news for you though? For Red Dead, Red Dead, no, there's never enough. But I'm just saying, you know, people might want to know. Two people on this program play Red Dead Redemption 2. He talked about the PC, about it being on the PC now. He he did talk about it being on the PC? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. There you go. I will say that I am a, I'm praying for the day where he says something about Portal 3. Uh, but I know that that's probably not going to happen in my lifetime. Uh, but hopefully my grandkids one day will be able to um, play that game. So we'll see how that goes. But one day. Will on the Instagram says, achievement unlocked, sandwich broken. <laughs> well done, Will. No, Will. No, Will. He's not broken. He's learning. 
He's just learning. That's all. We ought to start somewhere. You know, uh, you, you, you get the classic episodes, uh, uh, Will, the, the vintage episodes. Go back and listen to the first, I don't know, 20, 30 episodes. We all sa- well, OG particularly sounded like that. Just saying. There you go. Not throwing anyone under the bus. Yeah, but, you but know. if you're going to, you might as well talk about the guy who's not here. So, But if that. you're OG and you're listening right now, look up. <laughs> Just saying. Might as well. Just saying. Um, all right. Well, we also have another lovely segment that we're going to be able to add into our show today. The one and only Mr. West Coast Scott mm. has uh, a review for us from uh, LA yes. Comic Con. Uh, yes. West Coast Scott is our West Coast correspondent. Uh, and he attends a lot of events on the West Coast. Uh, he and his lovely wife. Um, uh, attend a lot of these events and, and Scott provides us not only with really great reviews of those shows, but he is also our personal Disney mule. So if there are things that we, you know, I'm just saying there might be things occasionally now and again that we need from Disney. And since Scott goes there, it feels like it feels like they half live there. It's like they half live at Disney and wherever their home is. Uh, so yeah, yeah, West Coast Scott is has been a hero to this program on many, many occasions. I was so say, yeah, we been, love the West. Coast. He's been part of the show in some form for it feels like quite a while. You've mentioned years. Him. Oh yeah, years and years. And do you know? I think, you know, I'd really have to ask him, or or he could actually give us a call at the GVM line to confirm this. Two zero one seven three zero two five four seven. Good, good. Little pause, but good. Um, and, and, and remind me, I feel like I have met West coast Scott once, I think once, and I think I'm right about that, but I don't think I've, 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 I've not met him more than once. I don't think so. Uh, yeah. So Scott will give us a call and let us know about that. But without further ado, let's hear all about LA comic con 2019. Uh, sounds like there was a lot of stuff going on there. Hey, big Kev. Monty, Sandwich, I think I got everybody in there. This is West Coast Correspondent Scott, or at Y-M-I-N-C-A, on Twitter and Instagram, here with a review of Los Angeles Comic Con, or Comic Con LA, Stanley's Kamikaze. The hashtag gets kind of muddled because LACC is problematic. There's also Los Angeles Community College, so it's tough to know what to call it. Uh, it started out as Stanley's Kamikaze in 2011. And over the last few years of his life, they transitioned it to Stanley's LA Comic Con and then Comic Con LA. At least that's their Instagram now. They always made sure that Stanley stays part of the convention. Last year, when he was had fallen ill, Kevin Smith was there on the main stage to talk about the convention and Stan, and then uh, record all the fans shouting out a big "I love you" that he was going to take back to Stanley. And this year, they had another uh, person take the stage to make sure that Stan's presence was really felt. You know, they don't want to leave the Generalissimo out of LA Comic Con, so that was nice. So about the con itself, it is saddled with some logistical issues. Uh, it's Los Angeles, after all, downtown Los Angeles, and parking is scarce and expensive. On top of that, this is the first year that they started using metal detectors at uh, the L.A. Convention Center. So even on Saturdays, the con put out a tweet saying that they were going to be offering a discount to folks that got held up in the lines that were taking anywhere from 45 minutes to 
an hour or more for folks to get in. We know a lot of people that say they don't go to this convention anymore because logistics are a problem, and quite a few others that said this was going to be there last year because it was such an issue. We even had a friend that had tickets, had badges for Saturday, drove all the way to L.A., couldn't find parking. It was such a cluster. They decided to just call it quits and do something else in L.A. on Saturday and then just come back to the Sunday convention. So they definitely need to deal with some of those logistical issues. Maybe they need to hire the folks that uh, can handle San Diego Comic-Con for security. My pro tip would be take a day off if you can and go during the week. I went after work on Friday and we pretty much had the whole convention to ourselves. It was awesome. We got to spend a lot of time in Artist Alley, you know, meeting our friends and, and, and kind of catching up with all the new content that's out there from the folks. I mean, really, at this point, we spend most of our time at any convention in Artist Alley. Uh, very little of it is spent on the toys and other merchandise that's mass uh, mass marketed out there. Speaking of the merchandise, the one thing that I noticed there was a lot more on the floor this year than I had seen is there are just a lot of dice vendors, just folks that are just selling dice, boxes to keep your dice in, you know, D&D-related stuff. So it seems to be more of a resurgence, a lot more vendors specifically on that topic. Anyway, let's get to the convention itself. I think the office reunion on Saturday was really the flagship event for this con. They took the main stage with a reunion panel with with, uh, five or six of the members of the show. It was a fun panel. Saturday, there was a lot of Dunder Mifflin t-shirts walking around the con floor, a lot of Dwight cosplay. So the office really was a big deal that day. And so I want to talk about the way LA Comic Con does its main stage, its big panel, the Hall H, if you will. They have it right there in the center of the convention floor. So when there's a big panel, everybody has to stand around and watch the panel. So the good news is, if you're walking around on the floor, you can still hear the major events as they're happening. The bad news is, it makes it a lot more crowded, slows down traffic. If you don't have a VIP badge, hashtag money grab, then there's no seating for you at all. I don't really like having to stand for the panels. And they also shorten the panel so you don't get a ton of content because they know people are having to stand around for it and it's slowing down the line. So I'm not really a big fan of that actual way to do the major panels. And also, speaking of the panels at LA Comic Con, they seem to be mostly focused on, hey, you know, I live in LA and I want to get into the industry. Uh, Do-it-yourself focused how to break into comics and film rather than the traditional you know, pop culture nostalgia-based panels. There's a little of both, but it seemed like it was more how to get into the industry than anything else. And there weren't a ton of panels. They really didn't put out a program this year. They were driving everyone to the website. There was just like a, a two-page fold-out grid that gave you the titles of the panels and the times and rooms, but no real description. You'd have to go to the website for that. So I found that that was interesting. A lot of people like to take that program home as one of the souvenirs of the convention, and there wasn't one this year, at least not as far as I could see. As for cosplay, you know, we didn't get a chance to go to the cosplay contest. There seems to be a trend in cosplay lately, and that is a lot more gender swapping, which I thought was really interesting. I was fully expecting to see a lot of Joaquin Phoenix Jokers, but I didn't expect to see how many of them were going to be uh, gender swapped. There was a lot of female Jokers this year. Since it's near Halloween and in Los Angeles, you tend to get a lot of Michael Myers and Freddy Kruegers and other scary cosplay, and there was a ton of Beetlejuice and Nightmare Before Christmas cosplay. Cosplay and Artist Alley are really the main reasons we go to conventions these days. We've got a young one, and it's kind of tough to sit through a panel, and walking the floor is pretty hard as well, so that's really our focus these days. So before 
before I wrap up my review of Los Angeles Comic-Con, I want to say that I'm really looking forward to the next chapter in the Geek Stuff story. Uh, I'm a proud listener and a fan, uh, one who's actually heard every episode released, including those on the satellite radio. I'm proud to be even a small part of the show as the West Coast correspondent. If you want to hear more about uh, my LACC experience, please check out my podcast, the one I do with my wife. It's called The PieCast, and it's available in the usual places. You can find us at Pie Day Cosplay on Twitter and Instagram. As for me, this is West Coast Scott, at YMINCA on Twitter, saying goodnight, OG, wherever you are. I'll actually be in uh, L.A. at Disney in about two weeks. So, uh, West Coast Scott. But Disney's wanna... not in L.A. Disneyland in Anaheim. Ah, okay. Talking, what else thing? I had Comic-Con on the mind. So, uh, West Coast Scott, you could find me on Instagram at Fat Dumbledore if you want to DM me and we could <laughs> set up a meet. You kind of winked at me when that? you said that. I don't like the way you... No, no, Kev, hold on. Hold on, you... time out, time out. He gave me like a come-hither look as he said that. I've never felt more uncomfortable in my life as, as wow. just this moment right here. And he, like, like I had a little spark, like a little twin, twinkle in his eye, like on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram. Oh, yeah, you can follow me, baby. Go ahead, Dumbledore. Tell him. About what? You were about to say the Instagram. You might as well pimp oh. it out now. <laughs> yeah, spell it out. Fat, Fat Dumbledore. Dumbledore. F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. Fat Dumbledore. All right. I'm done laughing at that now that uh, I know that. You gave me a come-hither look. <laughs> sure. We're no, now I'm laughing show. at it more. Now I'm laughing at it more. Oh, that's how it because, works out? Because he did that. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, uh, yeah, and that, yeah, that, I think that'd be really great. If I, well, Wait a minute. You're going to Disney in two weeks? Yes. And oh, well, I guess Scott, Scott doesn't have to mule for us this time around because we have our own very special mule, Mr. Sandwich. So if you guys are looking for anything from Disney, uh, be sure to give us a call at the GVM line. Two zero one seven three zero two five four seven. And for those of you who call in and make a reasonable request uh, that Mr. Sandwich mules you back something from Disney, we will pick one winner at random, and Mr. Sandwich will bring <laughs> that prize back from Disney, and we'll send it to you directly. There you go. There's a contest. The larger it's, the item for him to, to bring back, the more fun it will be for us. No, no. I, I did make sure to say reasonable item because, you know, we got to cover shipping on this. So right. something reasonable. And speaking of contests, our What Does TNG Mean to You contest is now in its second week uh, of four to six weeks that we haven't decided yet. Uh we, as you know, we've rebranded the program Geek Stuff TNG, and we want to know what TNG means to you. And we're going to be looking at all the answers. We got a few already, which are really, really funny. And you can uh, reach out to us at the GVM line 201-730-2547. You can also hit us up on Facebook or uh, Instagram or and the Discord. I don't know about Instagram. 
on the Discord, yeah, as well. Monty, will you open a contest line there so we can have that? You know what, Big Kev? That's that's already that done, a, baby. It's already, it's already there. there. Ready okay. to go. Yeah, I'm a little behind. It's all right. um, but yeah, so uh, you want to let us know what, what it, that's what it is. Yeah, I'm still yeah. adjusting. It isn't in Hawaiian uh, yet. You know what I'm really adjusting to? That's Being on time for stuff and when people say they're going to be – you know, for example, if they're going to meet me somewhere, that they meet me there, they're on time, mm-hmm. and I'm not calling them up going, hey, why aren't you awake yet and uh-huh. on the way? I'm just saying – I'm not mentioning names. I'm just saying that that, that might have been an issue when I was – when I was there. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, it's like you're kind of concerned about where that person is and, and you know, for your own benefit. And then someone else is wondering like, is your safety an issue right now? I mean, it's kind of funny. Yeah. 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 It's, it's worrisome. I don't need worries in my life. I don't need worries. You want to hear more again, not mentioning any names. I'm in a certain person's truck on my way to the airport. Right. I'm going home (laughs) and all, and, and there's gauges and there's all kinds – they're just all going berserk. And I say to this individual, mm-hmm. hey, Sandwich, do you need oil in your truck? And he said, nah, no, nah, it's all – it's fine. It's no problem. It's good. And, you know, when we got there, I was so concerned about Sandwich that I, I said, you need to go put oil in that car right now. Up, oh, lawnmower. Sandwich, is there anything you want to say in response to this uh, at the current moment? Because he's not going to talk, but he can hear what's going on. If he didn't want to be in the truck, he could have taken an Uber. <laughs> he knew what the truck was. He knew what Larry is about. If he didn't want to be part of Larry. You know, Larry, okay. Sandwich, just for the record, again, we just, we care. We're, we're trying to give you our wisdom. So many years of wisdom that we're trying to... Uh, um, Help open your mind. Help help mm. you along the way of life. Mm. And listen, I'll be honest. I don't know how mechanically inclined you are. Trucks need oil. I'm Cars a- need oil. Unless you're driving a Tesla, you need oil. And I'm going to just take a guess. You can't afford a Tesla. So... Or apparently registration papers. I, like, I don't know. I don't, you know. I don't know where you stand right now. <laughs> that one's not my fault. Oh, okay, okay. I okay. did not have relations with that one. Oh, you know that one. Okay, I wasn't sure you were aware of that one. All right, well. You got to work on that voice a little. Uh, my Bill Clinton, sorry, I don't really use that much. That's okay. I did not, I did have, not have sexual relations relation. with that woman. Yeah, that's much better. It sounds now only more like you. There you go. Um, all right, we have some uh, product that we have. Hold on. I just want Sandwich to recognize the fact that I did not point out the brakes. There. I told you I wouldn't, so I didn't. So there you go. You're a good man, Charlie Brown. Good going. All right. Let's keep on going right now. That's right, Sandwich. This is what caring and concern looks like. That's right. Maybe you haven't had a lot of it, you know, with your other compatriots, but we're different. We care. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's hit uh, some of the product that we have because we have a lot. Uh, I feel like we have a lot of stuff that we kind of have to. Uh, well, we want to make sure we thank West Coast Con for that great uh, that great review of L.A. Comic Con. So, uh, yeah. And let's move into some product. Now, we want to point this out right away. Um, our friends over at Mezco have an exciting new line. Uh, it's called Five Points. Which is funny because it works on so many levels. Uh, five points is kind of a New York reference, mm-hmm. um, you know, because of the five boroughs, five points. It, it, go watch Gangs in New York. It'll explain the whole thing to you. And then um, 
so this is uh, Mezco's five points, five POA, five points of articulation line, um, which is coming out. And they have a lot of exciting licenses that they're going to be doing in, in five points. Um, the first of which I think is really excellent. It's the, it's the brand new animated Adams family. Uh, from the brand new movie, uh, which I heard is really good. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it yet, but I heard it's really good. Uh, and then uh, you can go uh, – we'll put a link up so you can go directly over to Mezco.com and uh, have a look at these. You know, you can order them if you like. And they have um, they have a number of characters. They have um, uh, Grandma, uh, Wednesday, Thing, Gomez, Morticia – uh, Pugsley, Fester, and Lurch. And Lurch, yeah. Now, um, there's a couple of different ways that you can order these, which is really cool, I think, on the part of Mezco. Now, you can order the complete set. Um, the complete set is 85 bucks. It gives you all those characters that I mentioned. Um, I'm trying to see, because it looks like Thing comes with um, some of these other characters. I'm wondering if there's multiple versions of Thing or if it's just one. Oh, no. It looks like there are multiple versions. I see at least three versions already. One kind of is giving the OK sign. One is walking. Oh, there's Cousin It as well. In the uh, He might be a bonus figure for the complete set. Um, so, yeah. Give me one second. Let me see what I see here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's point uh, just point out that these uh, you can pre-order everything now, and yes, it's pre-order, and they will be shipping out uh, February sometime between February and April for next year. Uh, probably, I would I would expect to coincide with the video release would be my guess, which would make sense. Yeah, and so there's two ways you can buy these. As I said, you can buy the complete set, which is really great, and then they've broken it out into a couple of sets in case you only like a. You know, if you want some of the characters, but you're not interested in getting the whole set, which I don't understand why anybody wouldn't want the whole set, but that's me. Uh, so you can get the whole set, as I mentioned, $85. Uh, you can get a Wednesday Grandma and one version of Thing. That's one set. You can get Gomez, Morticia, and another version of uh, Thing. That's another set. Uh, Lurch. Uh, Cousin It and another version of Thing. And that's the other one. And then uh, Pugsley, Fester, and another version of Thing. So I'm, I'm trying to ascertain how many versions of Thing that there are here. So there's that one. Yeah, yeah there's thing. definitely yeah, one definitely a couple different. Let's see. I want to say there's – it looks like at least three. Yeah, I think there's at least three. I'm trying to see if – they double up on uh, one of the sets. No, that's the sort of the standard. So we'll definitely be posting set. this uh, on the Facebook page for us. Yeah, I mean, you this. can definitely check it out. Uh, they feature five points of articulation. Of course, the likeness is just spectacular from the new animated movie. <laughs> Absolutely spectacular. And uh, they showed more of the this line, the five points line. They showed more of those at New York Comic Con when we were there. We may – I don't know that we talked about it or not, and I don't know that we're supposed to. So I think we're going to hold off on mentioning – although there's one line, I have to say, um, that if comes to fruition, it's a guaranteed sale to me and Monty. That's for certain. Um, and so we'll be very much looking forward um, – to 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 making that announcement would be very happy to make that announcement um but this is also uh this this is an incredible line if you're a fan of the adams family 
uh, old stuff, new stuff, TV show, old movies, new movies, especially the new movie, obviously. This is a great collection. There haven't been a lot of Adams Family um, figures and collectibles before, and these ones are really, really terrific. Uh, and it's a great, it's a great launching point too, I think for the new five points line from Mezco. Okay. So Monty will put up a link and, uh, you can check it out, do your pre-ordering on that over, uh, at Mezco.com. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So good, good for them. Yeah. Mezco trying to dip their feet in the five POA pool. Yeah. Kev, did I actually tell you that, uh, we actually, uh, I met, uh, the guy who played Lurch in the nineties Adams family movies recently. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was, oh, at did the, you? Yeah. He was at the uh, New Jersey horror con. <clears throat> um, yeah, I I don't remember his name, but he also played Mister Mister Holm on Star Trek: The Next Generation. He was Majel Barrett, uh, who is Luxana Troy, uh, who is Deanna Troy's mother. She he played like her personal valet or some such thing in the in the Star Trek TV shows. Yeah, nice. Yeah, guy. really nice guy. Pretty cool. Yeah. Sandwich, what do you think about all this? Uh, five POA. I don't really know a whole lot about uh, action figures and the like. And it's that time of the night. We turn on the black light. Let the dungeons and the dragons begin. It's D and D. Fighting with the legends of yore. It's D and D. Oh, that's sorry, uh, Mr. Sandwich. Sorry to interrupt you. That is uh, that is our D and D intro music. It's time, uh, of course, for. Our exciting D and D product uh, that we're going to be talking about today, and what is that product? We have the uh, Iron Studios figures, the D, the the rest of the collection of D and D. We got Diana the Acrobat, Uni the Unicorn, who's petrifying, Bobby the Barbarian, Presto the Magician, and Hank the Ranger. Why are you so Why are you so petrified of Uni? His eyes. <laughs> His eyes, man. My God, someone get Nick a lozenge. It was a rough day, man. Rough day. I saw Uni online, and it was scary. Seeing it in person is much worse. Well, let's see. Now, do you, you got those boxes in there, right? Now, I know you guys looked at these before we uh, uh, before we went on, so I don't feel that I don't think we have to open them up or anything. But what does the box art look like? Is it reminiscent of that old D and D styling? It absolutely is. It, it looks like almost like if you saw the way they did the uh, the D and D Stranger Things um, box set recently, uh, it, it's kind of like that throwback look. Uh, if only we had a camera and some way to hold it up in was, front was, of that camera. I was hoping camera. Sandwich was as I was trying to buy time stuttering. Yeah, no, 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 I no know. just pick up the box. Just pick up the box in front of the camera. Don't don't touch. Oh, he touched the camera. The camera. That why on earth would so you touch the camera? Ah, uh, the love of God. That's why we can't have nice things. All right. All right. I get it. I get it. Sandwich is dumb. Sandwich is not dumb. Sandwich is No, no one said you're dumb. No one said nothing about no dumb. Oh my gosh! Just keep talking. Oh right, yeah, I'll keep talking before We're, you. Oh, it's, I don't even. I'm just so derailed. I don't even know what to say. No, nope, it's too far left. Uh, you got to turn it more towards you. I'm just trying to show the people. Show okay, okay so there you go. Over. So yeah, so it's really reminiscent of that old Dungeons and Dragons red box styling, which is mm -hmm. really great, really retro. There's Hank. Now, what I've noticed about these uh, is that they all have commonalities in the base. And I'm looking to see um, – now, I'm looking at Sideshow.com, of course, where uh, 
you can go over to check these uh, pieces out a little more distinctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are amazing pieces, guys. If you've ever been a fan of the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon, uh, which is having some sort of fan resurgence along with everything D and D, it's uh, these are absolutely killer. So they do show one image of all the pieces uh, together, which I think is really great. Um, they do. It looks like they do kind of stand together. I don't know if their bases intently lock or anything, but they're all very similar, sort of a broken, um, you know, kind of stone staircase and, and the like. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can um, put them all together. Again, go over to sideshow.com. Uh, and you can see more about how uh, the Sideshow folks are putting these together. And this actually completes, I think, what is currently available. So previously we talked about Dungeon Master. Uh, we talked about, I think it was Sheila, right? The yep. Thief? Or is that, is it, and who was the other? It was three last time, right? Uh, or was it, um, it Eric, was, the captain, yep. right? Yeah. Eric, yeah. Uh, and now, of course, you're rounding out the group with Presto, the magician, Diana, the acrobat, Hank, the ranger, and as Mr. Sandwich said, Bobby, the barbarian, and Uni, the apparently terrifying unicorn. So I guess Sandwich is afraid of unicorns. Okay, good to know. There Not like go. we're going to take advantage of that little fact you can't at some point, point in the you future. You can't point it's at the scary. box heart and say it's scary. You're a, you're a big sandwich, sir. Look at that. Come on. Tell me, tell me Baby. that's not petrifying. It's a picture. That's scary. why is it petrifying? Hold it up to the camera. What is it making it so scary? It's because the eye is just pure white. I, I actually don't out. remember the eyes being pure white. So that's, I mean, he he does have a point there, Monty. That you know, I'm actually looking for a photo right now to but see he, if he I. He looks can. like visibly disturbed. That's the problem. I'm not talking about the unicorn. I'm talking about sandwich. Oh, you know what? His his eyes are not white, Mr. Sandwich. Why don't you look again? He's looking, he's picking up the box, checking what, it out. What do you think what do you think could be going on there? Are his eyes closed? <laughs> I believe his eyes are closed, sir. Why would they make a figure with closed eyes? That makes no he's sense. Screaming in terror. He's screaming in terror the way that he did in the cartoon. So he has his eyes shut. I agree with you, believe it or not, Sandwich. I think that was a poor choice. I think they should have did open eyes. I'm with you on that. 100%. I think they should have did open eyes. They also have like, I feel like Bobby's little helmet is also really obscurely crooked. But I get what they're going for because he was the smallest and youngest of the kids. So the hat doesn't really fit him. And I remember him fiddling with it. So I get what they're kind of they're trying to do. I just think it was maybe it's a little too cocked, if you will. Um, we should say also, uh, you can go over to sideshow.com. You can check out all of these great pieces, very affordable as well. And I believe I'm looking to see now. I believe they're all still, uh, yeah, they're all still available. Um, over at sideshow.com, um, presented to us by Iron Studios. And right now, uh, I told you about this, Nick. Um, they actually have Venger and Nightmare, Avenger with Nightmare and the Shadow Demons. Um, so that's Venger on his Nightmare, which is kind of like a an evil Pegasus. Mm-hmm. A beautifully, beautifully mounted uh, Venger. Uh, with a shadow demon on the base and just a fully realized um, 
Avenger and Shadow Demon. Another really spectacular piece from Iron Studios in this line. Uh, so yeah, so you should definitely check that out as well. See, I'll say this: um, like, I, I don't know too much. This is actually, I think, maybe like the first time I've seen Iron Studios stuff in person. <clears throat> uh, I know, obviously, we talked about a bajillion times with um, Hot Toys, with Sideshow yeah. statues themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it's just one of those products where. Uh, again, like I said, with Sideshow or Hot Toy, like I'm fine buying those sight unseen. I can, I'm good with the pictures. Um, yeah. But if this is the kind of quality that they're putting out, uh, you know, I may have to kind of expand that in terms of the Iron Studios for when they have something of uh, of interest. Because if there's something, I'm with you. Yeah. If they, I mean, if they're putting out like, and I'm just throwing something out there, like uh, Ninja Turtles, kind of really like something up my alley that way. Uh, that would definitely yeah. be something of interest for sure. It it just feels like. Um, it, it just feels, uh, like their quality is really excellent, but I'm always concerned with iron studios about the price, you know, sometimes, you know, now these figures I think are really reasonable. I think dungeon master is 64 99, which makes him the cheapest one, uh, of the individual figures. Um, and I suspect because he's the largest one, Hank is the most expensive at, at one fourteen ninety nine. Uh, you know, and the rest of them are all in between, in between the 64, uh, and the one, well, you know, the one fifteen, uh, the 60, 65 effectively and one fifteen. that's not a bad price range, you know? Yeah. And then the mounted, the mounted one, which to me looks like it's in the same scale as these other figures. It looks like it's in the same scale to me is two sixty. That's not bad because that statue, if it is the same scale, which I, I'm, I'm trying to confirm that right now, which I can't really confirm. But if it is in the same scale as the the rest of those, oh, actually, I might have an answer here uh, in one second. Let me see. Uh, I believe um, it is. If, I think if, they're both one. If it is, are they? Okay. Well, I'm looking. I'm doing comparison. I'm just looking at the photos, honestly, but and comparing. The website like, says art scale one ten on both figures. Well, the well, there you go. Well done, well done, Mister Sandwich. Mm -hmm. So. That they are in the same scale is really excellent because you'll be able to display them all together. Uh, but that mounted statue, that incredible mounted statue is 260. I mean, that's not bad for a really, to me, looks really big statue. I'm a little concerned about that one with regards to shipping because that is a lot of possible, you know, problems. But, you know, like anything else, you just have to check it out and you know, hope that they've done a really good job about packaging, but we'll talk more about that when it comes out. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the Avenger with nightmare and shadow demon, I think is due, uh, April, somewhere between April and June of 2020. So we got a while to wait on that yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, it looks like you get a lot of bang for okay. your buck and, and you can create a nice diorama set, um, on a shelf. Yes. Uh, somewhere. Yeah. And initially, yeah. Yeah. And initially, uh, you know, if I'm being honest, initially, initially there was another company. Uh, if you look at sideshow.com, if you put in Dungeons and Dragons as the search, uh, you'll see PCS Collectibles also did Avenger, um, but but that Avenger is humongous. Um, not that that's a bad thing. I think he's. Uh, I think relatively, I don't know how close he is to the scale, but I imagined myself getting that piece and kind of sort of lining up the kids around him or in front of him, uh, that kind of thing, because that Venger is just standing. Looks yeah. great. Looks really good. Um, but the PCS collectibles one, 
really, really, really expensive. So, so I'm I'm glad that. Oh, is it a quarter scale? Yeah. Okay. Well, they. Um, and so that kind of uh, that kind of gives you an idea of what kind of size it is. I mean, it's oh. huge. And it says it's limited to two hundred and fifty pieces. Two fifty. Yeah, yeah. Well, at that price. You know, I can't blame them for limiting it. Um, But that said, I'm really happy um, that Iron Studios decided to do Venger. And they're giving us they're giving us a couple of bonuses there as well. They're giving us the Nightmare, which is his, you know, his steed, if you will. And also the Shadow Demon, uh, which which pops up the Shadow Demons uh, pop up here and there and occasionally on the cartoon as well. So. Yeah, I think uh, I think Iron Studios is gonna uh, gonna do it for me with uh, with that venture piece. I think that's gonna round out very nicely. Nice, like and like I said before, like it would make a nice diorama set on your shelf, and they uh, they're all like kind yeah. of in that action pose where they're about to attack. So uh, you know that they don't look like static figures uh, at the same time, especially with the uh, the scary unicorn right there for uh, for sandwich. Yeah, the so. terrifying, absolutely the white eyed terrifying unicorn. That's uh, I stand by my fear. That you, thing is scary. You do that, you grown man. Apparently, stand right, stand right by there, stand sir. Right by it. Uh, you, you know, it's funny. Just a quick uh, anecdote. I remember something from that cartoon. Now they did release that cartoon on DVD, regular DVD. That's going back quite a bit. And yeah. I'm. I'm sure if it's still available out there, I'm sure it's probably not cheap. Um, two things about it which were really great, though. One was it was the complete collection, which was really – that in itself is an amazing thing to get that. You know, Because there have been, let's say, um, less scrupulous uh, copies of that cartoon floating around for years. Yes. Um, but this is actually a fully released and you know, uh, 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 digitally remastered all the things that they could do with it, you know, let's say 10 years ago. Cause I'm sure it's at least that long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then all of them are, are, were remastered and they were, they were released in an oversized <laughs> box that, that again, sort of paid homage to that old D and D red box style. It was a red box. It looked like that mm-hmm. had a thing, but I think the best part about that set is inside that box. There was a book and I be, I want to say it was it was possibly fourth edition, very early in fourth edition, or it could have been third edition, maybe, where it gave you the stats um, and sort of uh, uh, playable information for stuff that appeared in the cartoon, hmm. like the characters and the weapons and some of the other things, you know, like Venger and things like that. Nice and I remember. I wish, yeah, I wish I had this. Um, I wish I had it here to share a picture of when, um, when I was when I was much younger and first playing D and D, and I was watching the D and D cartoons in reruns because they had long since passed. Uh, you know, were were way before me. That's like OG's college years, like around that time period. Yes. So way before me. And uh, I wish I had uh, thought of this uh, when when I was uh, back east to take a picture. I drew Venger in my Dungeons and Dragons uh, sort of loose leaf notebook where I kept all my characters and all the things that I was using as a DM. I drew him and I actually created stats for him that were mind numbingly difficult because I thought he was such a great character and I would love to have some of my characters go up against him. And I made him all but 
undefeatable or indefeatable, indefeatable, undefeatable, one of those. Um, and yeah, I just thought it was really funny. And then when that book came out, there were some, uh, some stats for him there as well, but not to belabor the point, uh, check out sideshow.com iron studios, uh, presenting the dungeons and dragons, uh, animated series, a set of one tenth scale statues, very affordable, excellent quality. Uh, you definitely want to check those out. If you're a fan of one character, all characters, I think everybody's a fan, at least of dungeon master. And for 65 bucks for that little guy to sit on your desk, if you're a DM, it's adorable. I was trying to encourage, I was trying to encourage OG to do just that one if he didn't want to get them all. But, um, yeah, really, really excellent stuff. So Good yeah. Stuff and sure. with that, with that guys, that is our D and D update for the week. It's D and D warriors that terrify. It's D and D. All right, guys. I I don't know about you, Kev. I don't, I know you can't hear it all the way over in Hawaii, but I'm hearing the wrap up music. So is the sandwich. The very gentle uh, playing of the wrap up music. Very I do gentle, hear it. I very, do hear it. Very gentle. Kev, has it reached you? Know, you know, Monty. Yet? Monty, we haven't discussed this, but are are we bringing the wrap up back now that now that Mr. Grumpy Pants is gone? We will. All right. First of all, he's not Mr. Grumpy Pants. Yeah. Yes, he is, Mr. Fantastic. Oh, that's Mr. What, Grumpy oh, Pants. Oh, that's what we're going with. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now that he's I gone, could, I could go so many directions with that joke. I don't. I could have picked any number of people. This is this is I'm true. Just, that's this true. When they came, to- that's what they call curveball kids. Uh, but yes, That's we will it. be bringing the wrap up uh, back. Uh, the prep sheet was a bit of a hot mess today, so um, which is a little bit more organized. We can have the sandwich actually hit on that because I know the sandwich would love to do the wrap up at the exact same time as he gives me that uh, curious look on his face. But for right now, you can reach us every single week, every single day, over at BK Geek Stuff. For now, so we switch that. I mean, there won't. I mean, there won't be new content every day, but, that, but that, you could but you, go there. Theoretically, uh, you yeah. can check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash BK Geek Stuff for now right. while that's there. Well, next week. Uh, you can hit us up on our social medias. I am Monty's Mayhem, M-O-N-T-E-S-M-A-Y-H-E-M. That's on the Instagrams, on the Twitter, on the Snapchat, and uh, the YouTubes. Why the hell not? Uh I am uh, Big Kev GS on the Xbox One network where the sandwich, myself, Uncle E-Rock, and Cousin Dave are bringing Law and Order to a Law and Order list west. Uh, and you can check me out at BK Geek Stuff everywhere else at least this week. Sandwich. You can find me on Instagram at Fat Dumbledore, F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. You can find me on Xbox at Fat Dumbledore, F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. I, I like it a lot more when you don't have the come hither look on your face mm-hmm. uh, as you're giving me <laughs> Anyways. The, uh, the, the usernames there. Uh, so the with come that, hither look. The come hither look. With that, Mr. Monty, Mr. Kev. Oh, no, 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 no. no. McKev will end the show. No, he ends some no, shows. no, no. Let him, <laughs> let, him, let him do it. Go ahead. Go ahead, sandwich. <laughs> Go. We'll end this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 562, the way we end some episodes by saying, Oh, uh, 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 hmm? what was the title? Last trailer, Better Than Last Jedi, the way we end some episodes by saying, Good night, OG, wherever you are.
And on that note, we cue the music. Just shawl on, with broomstick you can crawl on We're gonna pay 